Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody just real quick before the show started uh this is steve and i just wanted to let you know for all the latest information on our podcast Hit us up on Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict, uh, basically... Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy. He's a U.S. Ranger. Highly decorated. When he's a kid, but nothing serious. He's defending his wife. Got in a drunken brawl. And he killed the guy. Could have happened to you or me. After serving the last of his sentence, Cameron Poe is taking the first plane home to his wife and daughter. Today's flight is a special one. We're populating Louisiana's Felton Penitentiary. These guys are the worst of the worst. See a lot of celebrities among us. I see 11 primetime lives, three Regis and Kathy Lees, and a genuine 2020 interview What you looking at, punk? Nothing, I was just admiring your cage. But one wrong flight. Stewardess, what's the in-flight movie today? <laughs> Can ruin your whole day. Tables. 
Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I can't believe we haven't done this movie before. Right? <laughs> this is going to be like one of our first five times. Right? And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Uh, we tie a nice little bow <laughs> on Nick August Cage. Yeah, baby. With uh, possibly the greatest movie ever made. Oh, the greatest Nicolas Cage movie in the history of Nicolas Cage movies. And if you're listening to this, you're a Patreon, and you know that my love of Nick Cage has no bounds. But holy fuck, this is Con Air. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure this is the one he won the Academy Award for, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> yes, 1997's Con Air. Directed by Simon West. <laughs> oh, Steve, you know what this calls for? A beverage? Celebration beer! Yeah, what we got? We have from, oh my, from Bohemian Brewery, an old school brew. This is the, oh, this is the Amber Lager. Steve, this beer is a year and a half old. Oh yes, that's the one you found the other day, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah, I think this one may be from Christmas 2017. This is not a fresh beer. I will tell you, having had this beer already, this is a delightful beer. Bohemian makes great beers. Whatever this beer is going to end up tasting like, I don't think it's going to be a super fair reflection on Bohemian. They do do specialize in lagers and stuff. uh, Those don't tend to age well. They tend not to. But we're going to drink it anyway. (laughs) So I'm going to pop my top. Oh! My top. Nice. And the pour. Yeah. Oh, this smells funky already. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. This poor, poor beer. <laughs> Steve's got a look on his face. He's going in for the sip. This is a really pretty amber-colored beer. It's super clear. Do not drink that. Alrighty, I'm gonna it go. It is um, a little sour. Aged to perfection. Um. <laughs> oh, do you yeah. need to go rinse your mouth out? No, no, that's not quite that bad. No, but it's definitely. I mean, if you want. Should give I, it a shot. No, I'm good. Here, give me your can. I'm going to go dump these real quick. Okay. Steve, tell us about Con Air. Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, as mentioned, from director Simon West. Who's he? <laughs> but this was Simon West's feature debut, so Ooh. starting off the greatest movie ever made. Not yeah, that, right? So he's only got a pill from here. Uh, you, you, you might notice a trend of him and the writer. Uh, yeah. But yeah, after this, he did uh, The General's Daughter, mm-hmm. Laura Croft Tomb Raider, classic yeah uh, so many moist scenes yeah right. so many showers you know what maybe he's got a thing for shower scenes maybe <laughs> uh, some tv stuff and then he did the mechanic not yeah. the mechanic Aww. resurrection <laughs> but he has been on our podcast before he directed expendables 2 oh shit uh, as well as the nicholas cage movie stolen which we've seen but yeah I'm guessing like 12 other people in the world have uh, Wild Card, a Jason Statham movie. Yeah! <laughs> and then uh, the last thing he's done uh, was that 2017 TV movie remake of The Saint. Ooh! Starring Eliza Dushku. Also from writer Scott Rosenberg. Who's he? Who's he, Steve? Well, he wrote Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead, Beautiful Girls, This, High Fidelity, Gone in 60 Seconds, Highway, Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then for some reason after that he just did a lot of uh tv stuff for a while <laughs> <laughs> uh, including uh october road lives of mar uh, life on mars happy town zoo but then he came storm and back about a year and a half ago mm-hmm. with 
Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. That was much better than I thought it was going to be. And <gasps> Venom. Oh, that was better than I thought it was going to be, right? too. You know what? Yeah, I'm in. He's back up on the rise. Coming Woo! next, Con Air 2. No, no, no. Uh, but of course, we're really here for the amazing cast of this movie. Sir Nicholas Cage, John Cusack, John Malkovich, Ving Rhames, uh, <laughs> Nick Chunlin, Danny Trejo, Dave Chappelle, MC Ganey, McKelty Williamson, Steve Buscemi, Cole Meany. Babe, am I missing any? Uh, Monica Potter. Oh, uh, I don't know. I think it just came. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Conair, babe. Steve. Do you remember how this movie starts? How does this movie start? I'll give you a hint. It starts in Mobile, Alabama. That's right. Army Rangers coming home to his new wife. That's right. And the accents are incredible. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> how do I live? Oh, Jesus. I hate that you? fucking song so hard. How can you hate that oh, song? I fucking hate that song. Uh, well luckily you only hear it like eight times this movie it's only the only song in the soundtrack other than dun, da, da, dun, da, oh. dun, da, da, dun, don't forget about the uh, guitar riffs every time Nicolas Cage so much as turns dun, da, da, dun, da, dun, da, <laughs> uh, but yes uh, retired I guess ranger uh, Cameron Poe is going back home to see his hummingbird <laughs> Lovely uh, Monica Potter, uh, who's mm-hmm. a waitress at a bar. He shows up nice and clean shaven. Yeah. Throws out that r- amazing accent. Um, oh, baby. And then there's uh, this one asshole regular there at the bar. Okay, so I'm <laughs> skipping ahead a little bit, but um, so, so he's just been in the Army Rangers. Mm-hmm. Meets up with this girl. They're at the bar. He gets into the fight. She's pregnant. Yeah. He's been gone. Yeah. Oh, are we not supposed to think about that? <laughs> well, well, then here, here. Did they fuck in the bathroom? Here, here's the thing. Like I a act- classy couple. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm sure there was like a conjugal visit or something a few months earlier. You know, I, I, I don't know if that's what they call it when when you're in the an army <laughs> ranger or whatever. Your dad was military police. It was a conjugal visit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> Here's the the line that caught me this time that I don't think I ever realized before. When she said, uh, you got that, you get that look in your eye. I thought the army would calm down your anger. And I'm like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Do people really think that? Apparently. (laughs) I thought learning how to kill people with your thumb would help quell your (laughs) I thought turning you into the ultimate weapon would help calm your urge to kill. (laughs) uh, Definitely help calm my enemies. (laughs) Ah! Steve, you are not allowed to go anywhere near any sort of military. Uh. Well, you, you know that's why I don't hang around gun ranges, right? Oh yeah, no, yes, because it's that, and then uh, and then killing spree. <laughs> Only way to go from there is full grade explosives. <laughs> so yeah, she gets off a couple hours later. They're walking out to the car in the rain. And old Billy Bob and his friends, uh, the last hole from the bar, come out. Hey, there. It's because of queers like you, we last name and shit like that. Nobody would ever do this to a yeah. guy in a full Rangers uniform. He's got he's got his ribbons and fucking everything. <laughs> By the way, the 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 wife is like, just get in the car, let's go home. And it's like, yeah, yeah, she's got a good idea. Just fucking I don't leave, Poe. They're 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 insulting my dignity. No, just get in the fucking car. Just get in the fucking yeah. car. But it leads to a fight. Uh, Poe uh, ends up knocking one of the dude's noses into his brain 
you know, as one does. <laughs> and then we get the most realistic court scene ever. Um, appar- Super realistic. <laughs> Apparently Super. Uh, Cameron Poe is represented by Gil from The Simpsons or something like that. <laughs> Good old Gil. Like, if you just take the plea bargain, you'll be just fine. You might get a little slap on the wrist. I might just be a country rooster, <laughs> but I'm also this here Army General's lawyer. Hi, I'm attorney Lionel Hux. <laughs> you may know me Uh-oh. for <laughs> We may be in trouble. <laughs> I accidentally ran over the judge's dog. <laughs> and by ran over, I mean repeatedly. And by dog, I mean son. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hutz, is this going to affect how I'm going, if I'm going to get uh, released or not? You might as well just plead guilty now and throw yourself upon the mercy of the court. I mean, I did kill him, but it was an accident. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So, so because... <laughs> oh, my God. I may just insert the clip from the judge's reading right oh my, here. Yeah, just, just because it. it's just like, it. what? Cameron Poe, you have pleaded guilty to manslaughter in the first degree. With your military skills, you are a deadly weapon are not subject to the same laws as other people that are provoked because you can respond with deadly force. It is the order of this court that you be remanded to a federal penitentiary where you shall remain incarcerated for a term not less than seven to ten years. So then we go to the montage uh, during the credits. Of, held uh, to a different standard. Almost as if there would be a military court for this yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, where they would be, be like, oh, look at you doing exactly what we taught you to do. Have a good day. <laughs> good job. We want to, you, <laughs> instead of going to jail for eight to ten years, would you like to go on a couple missions for six months? <laughs> that's, uh, you usually, know, that's how that would end up. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, well, you got to do another two years and then your debt to society is repaid. There you go. <laughs> Martial law. So. <laughs> uh, then we get the, during the credits, we get a montage of Poe in prison for I guess eight years. Uh, we're introduced to Baby O, his uh, cellmate, played by McKelty Williamson. Babe, what is Baby O's favorite little snack? Snowballs. Yep. What is Baby O's problem later in the movie? He's a diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> This should have come up sooner, babe. Are you saying did Poe kill Baby O? Are you are you telling me? Are you telling me that there's a flaw in this perfect film? <laughs> By the way, what did Baby O do to get in prison? Oh, what was it? Because he seems like just the nicest guy in the world, but no, he's yeah, doing yeah, hard yeah. time with killers. I don't so. think I don't think he mentioned it. Yeah, no, they don't. I. I I'm trying to remember, like, when they were going through the list, like, introducing all the characters. They probably said something like Grand Theft Auto or something like that. But to be to be on this flight, I don't know, apparently got to be a hardened murderer. But, yeah, they don't really uh, go into that real, a whole lot. I'm assuming he was a child rapist. And so, uh, right? but, they, but they didn't bring that up in the, the second cut because they were like, yeah, cool. Let him die of insulin shock. Fuck off. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eight years later, uh, Cameron Poe's let his hair grow out to a nice, lovely fucking oh, bald, is, bald in the front, party in the back. <laughs> this is like, like amazing Nick Cage hair right yeah. here. Yeah, I, I, was, I was just thinking. I think it's the same hair he has for, in uh, Kiss of Death, but just letting it go a little wavier. 
Yeah, it's a little bit more washed. It's less stringy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it also the same hair from Drive Angry? No, it's, it's a little shorter in there. Greasy, if I remember correctly. Very. But... I just that's mostly what I remember is it being very greasy yeah. and flopping in the wind, <laughs> which is really dangerous if you're going to hell. <laughs> For as much fire as in that movie, his hair should have been the least tied back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's a uh, it's about time for Cameron's release date, and it's good because his uh, his young daughter Casey. Uh, it's gonna be her eighth birthday. I get to come home on her birthday, and I got her a bunny. Yeah. Uh, then we find out uh, basically he's gonna be released after taking a flight on the Jailbird. Oh yeah, uh, the Jailbird. It's apparently part of the U.S. Marshals. I don't know. It's how they transport prisoners between maximum security prisons or something yeah so how come he was transferred out of state don't know is it like do they not have prisons in alabama uh he was yeah like the prison was like in nevada oh that's right it was like nevada's uh what's the one there in like susanville or whatever or susanville prison oh maybe okay well maybe that was it (laughs) that's right they, they mentioned the name of the prison i asked if that was a real thing and you're like oh yeah Yes. I forget which one it was, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it is a real one, yeah. Out in California. California, yay. Yeah, but they're also transferring a bunch of Supermax people to a new Louisiana super prison. Probably the one we see in Escape Plan. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So they're loading up this this plane with all the the greasiest people you've ever met. There's there's Billy Bedlam, Diamond Dog, uh, yeah. Cyrus the Virus, yeah. Johnny 23. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're introduced to them all. Pinball, uh, and of course, Poe and Baby-O. Yeah. Is John, Johnny 23 the uh, the ultimate serial killer? No, no. Johnny 23 is uh, Danny Trejo. That's right. That's right. Because he's raped 23 women. Yep. Call me Johnny 500 if they knew the truth. Danny Trejo, ladies and gentlemen. Johnny, God, I want to talk to him so much. He seems like the greatest guy. Got Patreons, help us get here. We found out that for $10,000, Danny Trejo will do whatever you want for a full day. (laughs) It's true. We heard it from his lips live. Yep. While he was promoting Machete. Or Machete Kills, actually. Machete Kills. That's right. We need to raise $10,000 so we can get Danny Trejo for a day. That's right. <laughs> we will record podcast all fucking day. Oh, are you kidding? We can start a whole separate podcast, Stephen Izzy and Danny Trejo. Da- Danny Trejo Vember. Yeah. <laughs> we have 176 hours. I don't even remember being in this one. We, uh, <laughs> I'm in like 30 movies a year now. I don't know if you know that. That's true. <laughs> yeah, director was a nice guy. Yeah, and also look, on this plane, we have uh, the air marshal uh, who brought a gun on board. Dun, dun, dun. But he's supposed to be undercover. Yeah, well, yeah, he's undercover. Yeah, of course. Uh, he's like gotta, all air marshals he's are. He's got to get a... No, he's trying to get information from somebody. That's why he's going Yeah, on. yeah, they're setting him next to uh, this like maf- guy with like mafia ties or something That's like right, that. mafia informant. Yeah. Who, yeah, so they're going to try and get information out of him because he won't talk to the cops, but he might talk to another prisoner if he thinks it's another prisoner. Yeah, yeah. Air marshals usually are in secret. Not all of them are like Kevin Hart and uh, Hobbs and Shaw. I hate to say it, but he was the worst part of Hobbs and Shaw. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) There's just not room for three. (laughs) What about Ryan Reynolds? Okay, then maybe there's not room for four. (laughs) 
but but foursomes and golf okay yeah. <laughs> all right but there's there's something amiss some of these evil guys are looking around with quizzical looks and the music cues indicate something's about to go down so then we get dave Chappelle pulling a <laughs> a little balloon full of gasoline out of his stomach yeah Ugh. and then uh setting a native american man on fire yeah hey if you survive this forgive me bro what but <laughs> then in the commotion of a fire <laughs> aboard a flight dave Chappelle pulls the little security things and releases uh, uh diamond dog and billy bedlam and cyrus the virus and all that and they take over the plane and that's where we get the line welcome to con air yeah! Oh, Cyrus, he's so great. Uh, but the air marshal isn't having any of this, so he pulls the gun from his from his anklet <laughs> and, and holds uh, Dave Chappelle hostage. Yeah. But Cyrus has a gun too <gasps> because he got it from like the co-pilot or something, right? Isn't that where he? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was the the one other yeah. gun the co-pilot brought it out. And it's a little bit of a standoff. And and this seems weird because Poe is like standing right next to Air Marshal guy, and he's like, "Dude, just just give up. You're you're out of your depth or something." He's like, "What? Sh- shut up! I'm trying to not die here. Uh, I'm just trying to help you out, boss. Don't mind me, nothing." I'm like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> you're really not helping. Pow! We get shot in the chest, dun, dun, dun. and then Poe's like, "Oh, I can't believe he got shot. That sucks." It's like, oh. really didn't do much to help there, buddy. Yeah, but you know, whatever. And it's around this time, uh, Baby O starts saying he needs his insulin. It's like, how, yep. how long has it been, man? Also, you can have a snack. Yeah. Get, get the guy, like, a, a fruit roll-up or some shit. Yeah. There's gotta be some... Peanuts? Eh, peanuts aren't the best for that. Yeah, it, better than nothing. Yeah, better than nothing. I mean, it'll help you survive four hours or however long this movie yeah. takes place over. Jesus. I guess it's a good 12 hours, but... But still, <laughs> still, st- snacks can be had. You mean to tell me one of those guards doesn't have, like, jerky on them or something? Somebody's got something. Yeah. Somebody's got a Kit Kat in their pocket, I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, across the state or whatever, they're checking out Cyrus's uh, old jail cell. Um, They find out there was a fake wall there. (gasps) And on the other side of this fake plaster wall, there's an entire room dedicated solely to the use of... Or, or, like, how to take over the jailbird, all full oh, of schematics and, like, shit. a step-by-step plan. You think he would have taken some of that stuff with him, or yeah. burned it, or literally anything? Or anyone would have noticed anything about it at any time before in this maximum security prison that he was in. Nope. Where the fuck did he get plaster? Or, like, a leveler for the plaster? Uh, yeah, yeah. Where, where was this other room? <laughs> <laughs> did he just take over a cell and like put plaster over where the bars were and the guards are like eh, i don't remember yeah. this wall being here eh, fuck it it's fine <laughs> everything's fine here you know what it's not important though because they also read it to explode ah! <laughs> now everybody thinks they're dead yep or everybody For... who knows about it is dead sorry oh yeah, 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 knows yeah. About it. well except john cusack because he because he was down the hall and but he almost got decapitated by a flying door. and yeah, yeah. Oh, John Cusack in this movie. Uh, yeah, he works for like the DEA or Air Marshals. I, I don't fucking know. Yeah, yeah, he's super deadly. Yep. And then we also find out like when uh, the Air Marshal gets shot, 
Uh, we find out that he, um, when they're like moving his body, like Poe's moving his body to be, you know, on Cyrus's orders or whatever. Yeah. And that reel-to-reel recorder falls out of his jacket. Yes. Oh, Jesus. This Christ. is 1997. This is the worst recording device anyone's ever had. If this wasn't in a movie in 1973, it'd be like, okay, that's that's kind of state of the art. But 97, it's like, whoa, 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 hold on. <laughs> <laughs> i think <laughs> i mean i've seen home alone i know they have more advanced recording technology than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so they they land the planes they got a transfer in uh carson city or something like that yeah they, uh, have, they have to refuel yeah you got to refuel and like drop off six people and pick up six or seven others that kind of a thing uh luckily it's during a sandstorm though so they basically uh, put the tie the cops up, uh, you know, duct tape over their mouth and stuff so they can't talk and cover their heads and all that. And they're like, "Oh yeah, they're good. They're real assholes. The whole flight, spitters and shitters and blah blah blah." And but during the transfer, uh, Nicholas Cage tucked the reel to reel in one of their jackets or whatever, yep. and it falls out. And so I hope the jig is up. And so at least a little bit of a shootout, but then the plane flies off anyway. <laughs> So I was like, okay, that's cool. Uh, but during this transfer, we pick up <laughs> three very important characters. Oh, yeah. Number one, Swamp Thing, who will be the pilot for the remainder yeah, of the flight. Yeah, he will. And he's gross. It's great. He's yeah. such a good gross character. Yeah, MC Ganey. Yeah, he, <laughs> he is kind of cool. Isn't he? We also meet Sally Can't Dance. Oh, yeah. This incredibly offensive stereotype of a homosexual yes 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 oh sally uh but of course the real star besides nicholas cage of this movie yeah garland green <gasps> fucking the world's creepiest sadistic serial killer ever he drove across three states wearing a kid's head as a hat yep played by steve buscemi <laughs> <laughs> by the way Every, every, anybody I've ever heard talk about Steve Buscemi in an interview says he is the nicest human being oh, yeah. on the planet. Yeah, yeah. And I th that makes it so much even better to me when he plays just disgusting characters. <laughs> well, well, you know who Danny Trejo says is the creepiest guy during the entire shoot, this movie? Who? John Cusack. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure John Cusack is a super weirdo. Him and Seinfeld, I think, might be two of the creepier guys oh, my in God. Hollywood. Yeah. That, that's a horror movie right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, and also during the uh, the transfer, they took the uh, the Lojack, basically, the transponder, and put it on another plane. That leads to a wonderful little mistake where they send Apache helicopters af after, like, a Grand Canyon tour hel tour helicopter or yeah. something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah like, plane, like Uncle plane. Scotty's one, like, yeah. wild rides or something. And yeah. Yeah, like, 15 Apache helicopters to send on. <laughs> aboard, <the> aboard! <laughs> Cue the sidewinders! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I do like that scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that Marshall is so fucking mad. Oh. And he's even more mad that John Cusack's right every fucking time. Well, and he's even more more mad when John Cusack steals his car later in the movie oh, but uh, we'll get to that a little later um first i have um so so they bring in cameron poe's wife when uh, they find out shit goes down because they're like hey what exactly was the information they're trying to get out of her 
Like, hey, uh, we noticed your husband is aboard a plane full of hardened criminals. Oh, they're trying to find out if... Uh, if if he's friend or foe. Basically, yeah. Like, how willing do you think he would be? Oh, and they want to know, like, why wouldn't he get off at the transfer? Like, yeah. he could have gotten off, and he didn't. <laughs> like, And I think that's... So it's like, so is he helping them, or do you think he's trying... Is he helping the bad guys, or do you think he's, like, trying to take them down, or what? Because he is an ex-ranger. And she's like, he must have a friend aboard. Yeah. But it's always like, what? The, why, why the fuck would she know? Yeah, she yeah. hasn't seen him in eight goddamn years. Yeah. Or, you know, see, so, you know, like... And also, she, like she's... Like, every couple of months, maybe, but it's not to, like... She's, no, sound, to me, from the letters, it sounds like they have not seen each other. She's not going oh, to see him. Oh, yeah, he, he definitely also, hasn't seen the daughter, but yeah. Yeah, yeah that, also, I'm, she's trying to pull one over on him and convince him that somebody somebody else's child is his. It's obviously a pose, not that bright. Yeah, man, that's true. That's <laughs> true. So much deceit in this movie. Uh, uh, but yeah... Oh, that's right. So we go. Poe goes to check the landing gear because as they're taking off, they're like, "Ah, it's stuck. Go check it out." And they find a pinball in there. But uh, Poe sees this as a time to write a message to uh, uh, Agent Larkin, you know, John yeah. Cusack, and basically say, "Hey, we're heading to Lerner Airfield." <laughs> but they dump pinball's body out of landing gear with this message on it it lands somewhere yeah. in fresno yeah uh, on somebody's, middle, hood. On the, somebody's hood in the middle of town in fresno yeah uh, got that that poor old couple <laughs> <laughs> just out of the car wash and everything <laughs> uh, but uh but yeah billy bedlam's a little suspicious because he's like hey you said you're serving life right you'd have been in my cell block i don't know you <laughs> He's like, yeah, well, I don't know you either, punk. Uh, Billy Bellum's suspicious. Uh, yeah, the message received by Agent Larkin, he's like, oh, God, they're ter- going to Lerner Airfield. Where, that, that's like 100 miles from here, and I got less than an hour to get there. If only there was a really fast car I could drive there. Hmm. Luckily, Cole Meany's vet's right outside. Yeah. So he drives it out there. Uh, then Billy Bedlam goes down to check through, I don't know, the luggage area. And uh, that's where yeah. Poe's got his box of uh, box of goods, and this is where we find he finds the letters and the little bunny that he was going to give to his daughter. Put the bunny in the box. <laughs> I knew you were full of shit. <laughs> and now we're gonna fight. Ah! <laughs> and I actually really like this fight because it's like the art of crawl fighting. Because it it's is. like yes. it's like what like a two foot space, and they're like yeah. trying to like stand up, but they can and. <laughs> You, you really have to like lead head first, and so it's always like punch, punch, ah, my fucking face, ah, try to kick, ah, fuck. Fucking love it. But uh, eventually, Poe gets the better of Bedlam by impaling him on yeah. some like loose pipe or something. So then we get to Lerner Airfield, which is in the middle of but fucking nowhere, Nevada, I assume. Nowhere. Oh no, it's California still. It was a California. Okay, yeah. well it's it's somewhere where there's like nothing around. Yeah, but they have to refuel because they're out of fuel. They've already yep. they didn't get a chance to refuel when they stopped before. Yeah, because yeah, the jig got up before they could top off the tanks. Um, and also, apparently, Lerner Field's also like a plain graveyard. Yeah, because there's like that field. It's like. <laughs> it's <laughs> it'll come into play a little later but it's basically a bunch of broken down trucks and planes and just salvage metal basically but there's a nice little path right down the middle of it toward <laughs> to the airfield <laughs> i also have written down fuck you dollar and three cent gas <laughs> yeah jesus christ babe do you remember when dollar was a uh, gas was under a dollar a gallon 
Uh, in California, it was when I was in middle school. So when the dinosaurs still were roaming the earth and we could milk <laughs> it from them. That's <laughs> <laughs> how we get gas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, it was, yeah, I was just started driving. Yeah, I was like 16 when it was like 97 cents a gallon. And then it got up to like $1.25 and it was like, oh, fuck, that's too much to drive. Oh, yeah, they, so they land Lunar Airfield, they start gassing up. And they're supposed to meet another plane there. Yeah, they're supposed to be like a, a, a jet, uh, uh, some Colombian drug lord or whatever mm-hmm. is supposed to like fly them all to Cuba or they're something. They're going to Mexico. Yeah, some... Where they can just disperse. Yeah, just disperse from there and <laughs> naked freaks and umbrella drinks and all that stuff. Woo! Um, but Garland Green goes for a walk. Mm-hmm. Babe, where does Garland Green go? An abandoned pool an abandoned pool in an apparently abandoned trailer park mm-hmm. where there's nothing but a little girl <laughs> oh and she plays there a lot like she's oh, a yeah. whole playset set up and she's having tea who were her parents where were her parents yeah where was anybody else in that entire yeah. trailer park was but, she uh, a ghost the whole time i think she was dead the whole time do you think she might have been the ghost of garland green's victims I think maybe she was like some sort of banshee trying to lure him to his death there. Was that the girl whose head he wore as a hat? Maybe. Oh, shit. I need more backstory to Garland Green. Because there's going to be more to this later when he reboards. That's true. true. (laughs) So they refuel the jailbird. uh, That's when we find out they've got company. They can see, I don't know, 20 miles off in the distance, apparently, because uh, they're like, oh, yeah, they'll be here in about 15 minutes. But it's it's uh, it, it's basically the, the good guys, uh, National Guard National or something. Guard, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like the National Guard is being called in. They're going to take the plane back over. But they can see him coming from like 20 minutes away. Oh, that's right. And Larkin's already there, but he's just like fucking hiding and like sneaking around trying to find out what's going on or whatever. Oh, that's right. And then Poe's like walking around, too. Uh, but then he gets, like, pistol whipped in the back of the head. But yep. when he wakes up, he's found uh, the Colombian drug lord's friends who have, like, a little, like, six-person private jet. Yeah. And, and they're like, oh, you must be Santiago's uh, people. Well, if you fire that gun, there's going to be, like, 40 hardened criminals here ready to tear you apart. <laughs> and the guy puts on a silencer. Well, hooray for the sounds of fucking silence. <laughs> And then what does Poe do? Well, luckily Larkin comes out of nowhere and causes distraction. <gasps> oh, shit. But then he spin kicks motherfuckers and yeah. starts, like, knocking people out. Or, or no, 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 that's right. He, like, like kills all of them. That's right. Yeah, he, like, he snaps their all. necks and shit. That's yeah. right. But then he gets a hold of a gun and points it at Larkin, like, well, Mr. Larkin, there's only two people on this planet. Oh, no, there, there's, <laughs> only one, there's only one man I trust, and it ain't you. Yeah. Who is the man he trusts? Is it the father of his child? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> the father of his child, played by Jason Statham. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Oi, I hear you need a seed for a little bird. Uh, Mr. Statham, why do we start every sentence with Oi? Isn't that Australian? <laughs> Look, Joe. <laughs> Look, mate, if you don't want your shrimp on the bobby, you better back off. <laughs> I think you're getting South African now. <laughs> and the robot. <laughs> All right. I have to stop laughing because we'll just keep doing this. 
exactly. All right. No more. Fun fact, ladies, if you laugh <laughs> with kids, a guy will just keep doing it. <laughs> the time for laughing is over. <laughs> so Larkin explains who he is, and Poe's yep. like, that's great. Or Lar- Larkin asks, what are you going to do? And Poe responds with something I respond with three times a day at work. Easily. What do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to save the fucking day. Ah, he said it! <laughs> oh, that's right. Then we got the, the creepy girl singing, He's got the whole world. Oh, well, because uh, she, she, she asks, uh, what's his face if he's sick? Oh, yeah, Garland Green. Garland yeah. Green. She goes, are you sick? I am sick. Very sick. Do you have medicine? They don't have medicine for what, I, for what I've got. Do you want to sing? Let's sing? hold hands and sing. He's what got the sing? whole world in his hands. He's, He's got, got the whole wide world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. Here, you're the mommy dolly now. He's got the... You're the mommy! Sing! <laughs> He's got the whole world. <laughs> No. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, back at the jet field. Um, so yeah, so Francisco makes a run for it uh, for his private jet. Uh, I guess Francisco is the, uh, the the Colombian drug lord guy. And as he's like pulling off, Cyrus like sees him, like, "Hey, that's my fucking plane!" <laughs> but luckily, Agent Larkin's there to stop uh, stop the Colombian drug lord. And I don't know. <laughs> I guess, yeah, he, like, hops in a crane and, like, drops the thing on it and, like, basically breaks the jet in half and sends all kinds of jet fuel all over the place. And uh, Francisco's, like, almost dead. Uh, by the way, nobody's yeah. curious why the crane fell and, like, chopped nope. the plane, <laughs> plane in half. So. Nobody's asking any questions. Shit's just going down. But Cyrus is just focused on Francisco, who's begging for his life. Yeah. How's he plead, babe? Oh, that's right. The best line in this whole fucking movie. Sorry! Onara. <laughs> Steve, any chance I get the chance to say sigh, do I make you do it? Onara. <laughs> it's true. I love you. I love you. Yeah. Uh, so they got to hurry back because people are still coming and I guess they forgot for like 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> but they realize there's a like a armory of guns like in the hull of the plane. So they start getting those. It just those seems and... like a bad idea. Yeah, right? But, I mean, you have to access it from the outside. So when it's in flight, I mean, you know, it's difficult. <laughs> I see an executive decision. It can be done, but... <laughs> it's just difficult. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, now they're basically planning to... Uh, I, I, I guess they know that when uh, the National Guard or whoever gets there, they're going to go right down this narrow path in the middle of yep. this plain graveyard. And then they'll not, just Not in any sort of them. formation that they could defend or anything. Yeah. Just a single straight line, easily to be taken out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in an indefensible position at the low ground. Yeah, they're definitely not going to like spread out of this vast fucking wasteland around this airfield and surround them. <laughs> But, uh, you know, so they set up for that. Uh, and it's around this time while they're setting up for uh, the death zone or whatever. Johnny 23 is going for number 24 because... Uh, Ooh, the, the lady guard. Yeah, lady guard's been tied up since the beginning of the movie. And, uh, you know, it's been about six hours. 
(laughs) (laughs) I really feel sorry for Johnny 23's cellmate. Oh, yeah. You know he's got to drive. Oh, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) He's a top, for sure. Poe basically, oh, that's right, he takes like the, the giant, I don't know, anchor rope or whatever and ties it around so the plane won't take off without him. Or in general. And then he boards the plane just in time to whoop Johnny 23's ass and... You don't treat women like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So, yeah. So then everybody, uh, after uh, the death zone and, um, oh, that's right. John Cusack, like, gets, like, a plow or whatever and, like, (laughs) helps helps save the remaining National Guard people. And so then all the the criminals are like, all right, get back on the plane. We got to get the fuck out of here. And they run on the plane. They start flying off, but then uh, Cyrus realizes, "Oh shit, we're anchored!" Somebody tied the plane. Yep. <sighs> and but uh, luckily he's able to break break that off, so they can fly off. And then the anchor hook or whatever snags the little Corvette. <laughs> of course, the one place it could have gone yep. right to the garage, right to the Corvette, snagging yep. under. <laughs> Yep. the undercarriage and taking it off with it yep so now they're flying with the car but then that's cut off and dropped oh right first in front they drive the it like through up through like a another barn and like oh through yeah like through a the, fucking water tower or something yeah or the uh, guard tower yeah the 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 flight tower the flight tower yeah, yeah they <laughs> then they drop it yeah. and was it john cusack turns to the guy and is like <laughs> or no one of the guys goes isn't that your car that's your car <laughs> it lands like 20 feet from him <laughs> Yeah, so then back aboard the plane, they're uh, rocking out oh. to Sweet Home Alabama because apparently somebody brought that tape with them. I, I oh, and, and what does uh, Greenlee mention? <laughs> Define irony. Bunch of idiots dancing to a song on a plane made famous by a band that died in a plane crash. <laughs> That's why he's arguably one of the best characters in this movie. Yeah. Oh, and while the plane is taking off... We get the little girl running out of her trailer, waving goodbye. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the little girl's alive, her. right? Yeah, yeah. Or she was already dead. She was a ghost the whole time. Or she killed him and he's a ghost on the plane. Ghosts don't play blackjack later in the movie. Don't they? I've seen Ghost Bros. They're based out of Vegas. Let me have a point I can't there. keep saying that because now there's a show called Ghost Now there Brothers. is a show called Ghost Brothers. Oh, my God. <laughs> How have we not started watching that? Where it's How like, do we not have an entire podcast dedicated to that yet? Coming next week. <laughs> GAC Bro- versus Ghost Bros. <laughs> <laughs> well, whenever we're watching like Ghost Adventures, I'm always like, <laughs> you know, Zach Bagans will be like, I'm afraid you may have a demonic possession here. And I'm always like, I don't know how to tell you this, but you got a demon, y'all. <laughs> Watching Ghost Adventures with Steve, which is why I call it Ghost Bros. <laughs> dude, bro, it touched my butt. Whoa, whoa, dude, this e- this uh, EMT says it says it's gonna fuck your mom. <laughs> I don't think that's what it says. That's totally what it says, bro. <laughs> it's, it's just gonna fuck Zach's mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to so the back of the movie, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, oh, and uh, yeah, and Green's holding the, uh, he's holding the little mommy doll. Yeah, yeah, he brings the doll with him, yeah. Yeah, oh no, um, did that little girl cure him? Or like we said, is she the, is she a, the compilation ghost of all of his little victims? Is she the, uh, the little devil on his shoulder telling him to kill? Maybe. Or the little angel saying, hey, you shouldn't do that. We should sing stupid songs. <laughs> yeah. 
But also, the jig is up. <gasps> they found Billy Bedlam down in the hold. Oh, shit. And they found Poe's box. <gasps> and Cyrus pulls the bunny out holding it hostage. <gasps> uh, but luckily, just as he's about to really like like pop a couple caps in Poe, that's when those Apache helicopters show up again and start just opening fire on Connor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We're gonna die! Oh, and, uh... That's oh, right. oh, that's right. And this is when he, uh, uh, Cyrus shoots Baby O too, because, like, we someone... forgot to mention that the reason why Poe left the the plane when they landed in the first place was to go get a needle oh, so yeah, that yeah, he yeah. could scoop up insulin off the floor and shoot it into <laughs> Baby O, who's apparently like, catatonic. And then the shot instantly revives him, and then he instantly gets shot. Well, he gets shot because Cyrus is like somebody anchored, a, gave a message to the U.S. Marshals, and somebody anchored us, anchored the plane at the learner field and baby i was like yeah it was me motherfucker and cyrus <laughs> shoots him and that's that uh, but cyrus knows it was poe he shoots oh, baby yeah. o to punish poe yeah and then yeah that's so that's when the apache helicopter is attacked and everybody's everybody's just like trying to shoot back or take cover and pose like fighting people uh that's right uh oh that's right there's a scene where like <laughs> cyrus is like running for the the front of the plane Oh, no, no, Poe's po- running for the front of the plane because he's going to just take it over or whatever now that, you know, he doesn't have to worry about Baby O. And he gets, there's the scene where he's, like, basically, like, walking at him <laughs> with an angry shot, gets shot in the arm, and just keeps walking, like, doesn't even fucking flinch. And it's nope. like, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> he's in killer mode. That's right. And uh, he, he slaps Sally Can't Dance. <laughs> he, well, he goes to punch Sally, and then he turns into an like, open hand slap. Slap. Weirdly, like... <laughs> progressive no, no no i was actually thinking the opposite because he doesn't respect sally enough to punch him in the face he go. slaps him like a little girl not like in one of my favorite movies the thin man where uh nick oh, punches geez. nora because he respects her the same amount he would a man baby that's perfectly acceptable back in the 20s yeah but... to treat a woman the way you would treat a man yeah by punching equal him in the opportunity face. exactly <laughs> equal opportunity punching steve i'm an equal opportunity puncher I will punch a man or a woman. Or a cat. Or a dog. <laughs> when you punch a man or a woman. Or a woman. <laughs> when you slap a man in the head or a woman. <laughs> Thanks, Deacon Jones. If you guys haven't heard Deacon Jones talking about his head slap. Oh, I think we'll put that in right here. <laughs> Atkins' threat of breaking arms was the reality of the Deacon Jones head slap. The head slap was to do two purposes. One was to give myself an initial head start on the pass rush. In other words, an extra step. Because anytime you go upside a man's head or a woman, then they have a tendency to blink their eyes or close their eyes, and that was all I needed. David Deacon Jones was a defensive end whose head slap maneuver helped him intimidate offensive linemen to the point where he often encountered little resistance on his way to the quarterback. <laughs> it gets better every time. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but Poe takes over the cockpit. You know, Swamp Thing's flying at this point. Uh, but with all the the shooting from the Apache helicopters, mm-hmm. they're running low on fuel, and the wings aren't working quite <laughs> right. So they're going to have to crash. And where's the only place in Nevada they could possibly crash, babe? Well, I mean. 
come on, Nevada is one of the uh, least populated states per square inch. They've yeah, 99.9997% is yeah. nothing. So they're going to go to Stove Pot Springs or, uh, well, you can't land out at, uh, uh, what's the, uh, what's the, not, well, Area what, 51? Yeah, but I'm trying to think what it's like the name is, the basin. Groom Lake. Can't, you can't land out of Groom Lake for sure. Maybe some like abandoned stretch of Highway 49 or something? Nope. Right on the Las Vegas Strip. That is all you can do. <laughs> that is the only possible place. Not pull, I don't know, two degrees to the right for a mile and then you're in the middle of fucking Summerlin or something. Well, they were trying to, uh, they were trying to, tr- to, uh, land at the airport, but they just couldn't get the nose up. Oh, you mean the airport that's, I don't know, three quarters of a mile from the strip? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, in that case, two degrees east, <laughs> if they're heading south. Like, the landing strip for the airport is part of the Las Vegas Strip, yeah. right? <laughs> yes, it absolutely is. And there are all kinds of runway out there. I, uh, but no, right down the strip, yeah. uh, which... Surprisingly, there's only like four cars on the strip at any point. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it crashes through there. Oh, yeah, it crashes through the Hard Rock Cafe. Uh, Hard Rock, yeah, the Hard Rock uh, Hotel and Casino thing. Uh, except that's over by the airport. That is like right at the entrance of they the airport. Of, they seem to go from end to end to end to end of yeah, the strip. Yeah, they kind, of, they kind of hop around the strip as they're crashing. Yeah. yeah. Also, how sad was it, babe, as people who've been to Vegas multiple times seeing... That pretty much every casino featured is no longer there. Yeah, yeah. I think they like crash into the sands, and it's like, oh yeah, that's right. That that that's when this was taken down 20, 20 plus years ago. <laughs> yes, yeah, I think they replaced the sands with like that Aladdin, and I think the Aladdin's been torn down too, or like turned to a convention center <laughs> or something. Yeah, t- time flies by in Vegas, everybody. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh yeah, well, and like while they're crashing and like going through the strip and everything's exploding and. Oh, yeah, and at one point, Cyrus, like, has the gun and, like, has Poe, like, dead to rights. Like, he has the gun to his face. Like, the last thing little Casey (laughs) Poe will ever smell will be my stinking breath. And then Poe is saved by a propeller that comes through (laughs) the fuselage and and, uh, goes right between him and Cyrus, so they're able to split. (laughs) And then, yeah, explosions all over the place and... uh, yeah, that's right. And there's plenty of guitar riffs anytime, like, Poe turns around, his hair blows in the wind. And yeah, so he, like, walks out of there, cops fucking everywhere, and they're, like, you know, picking up corpses and, you know, the couple of criminals they can find, and just, I assume, immediately throwing them in, I don't know, cement trucks or whatever they can find on short notice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they can't find everybody. They haven't found Cyrus and Diamond Dog. <laughs> Babe, where are they? Where are they, Steve? <gasps> Who's that on the fire truck there? Dun, dun, Cyrus dun. Grissom. Cy! <laughs> Anara. <laughs> no. And so Poe and uh, John Cusack both jump on motorcycles and go chasing after this fire truck. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's being driven by Swamp Thing because he just drives yep, stuff. That's, that's what, what he, he does. does. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's right, and, like, uh, Diamond Dog is, like, blasting them with the hose or whatever, but then, like, the ladder comes out on the fire truck, yeah. and Poe jumps on that and, like, revs the engine on the motorcycle, it goes yeah. flying right in the Diamond Dog, boom! He's dead. But then, uh, Cyrus has an axe, and Poe's, like, hanging on the bottom side of the ladder, and, uh, Cyrus is, like, chopping down at him, 
But then eventually Poe is able to like grab the axe, pull it through, snap it in half, <laughs> and then stab it right into the Achilles tendon of Cyrus. <laughs> it's like it was his Achilles heel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then, uh, long story short, then Poe gets up to a uh, swamp thing. Um, Poe grabs the uh, the fire hose. Uh, oh, yeah, he like, grabs the axe, chops a little hole in the top of the, the cab where Swamp yeah. Thing's driving. While he's, like, swerving, trying to get Poe up. But uh, he grabs the fire hose, pours <laughs> in there, and starts filling up the thing. And then it's like, oh, shit, the fire truck's about to go into that casino. Yoink, jump off the <laughs> jump off the fire truck. <laughs> and But it's not the explosions or being driven through buildings that kills Cyrus, babe. He's on the ladder, or whatever, and he gets like thrown to like that construction site. Oh, and there's like the right. conveyor belt that like gets, goes like, to the. He gets crushed by rock the rock crusher. crusher. Yeah, <laughs> that's randomly going, and yeah. no one's paying like, attention to. Yeah, and I'm like, what? Where is this construction site on the strip? <laughs> right next to the sands or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So he uh, he goes out pretty rough. So now Poe's gonna walk back oh, over that's right. to his family, and yeah. now now his arm's hurting. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, oh yeah, that's right, I was shot like an hour ago. <laughs> I guess I'm running out of adrenaline. And of course, right there, five seconds after the crash, his wife and daughter. Yep. Oh, no, no, wait, no, no, first it's uh, John Cusack there, and he's like, well, now there's, now there's three people I trust in the world. Am I one of them? No, it's, now there's yeah. two men I trust in yeah, the okay. world, and you're, yeah, am I one of them? There you go. <laughs> and then that's when we get How no. do I Get no. through one night Without no. you no. Yeah so uh, Poe's wife and daughter Come right up to him By the way no cop stopping Poe Who is an escaped criminal he Technically He's still an escaped convict at this point And has killed many people yeah, they at least want his statement as to yeah, what happened yes, on that fucking Yes, night. thank you. Or maybe, like, even John Cusack, like, whoa, 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 don't shoot him, don't shoot him. He's working with the U.S. Marshal's right? office or so, some bullshit like that just to stop him from immediately being shot. But uh, but anyway, so the wife and daughter immediately escorted up to him. And, of course, you know, he somehow got the mud and semen-colored bunny <laughs> plushie out of the plane. Yeah. Um, and it's R- like, oh. rinsed it off in like a puddle. Yeah, that's right. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that ought to do it. A little touching little scene where they're the like, the daughter together. doesn't want to take the gross, nasty bunny from the stranger, the sweaty stranger with the greasy hair. Hell no, I don't you? blame her. By yeah. the way, when is she going to meet her real dad? Who knows? <laughs> I'm such a prick. Yeah. So I have written down here, like the. No- First things he need, uh, let's see, he's going to get a haircut. Yep. Um, we're going to get a paternity test for who the daughter, who the father of the daughter really is. Right. Uh, and then there's just going to be a whole lot of therapy after oh, this. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to need, everybody needs therapy. Yeah. Every single person. And then we roll credits to uh, Trisha Yearwood singing How Can I Live, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Ah, but wait, there's a little stinger for a sequel, big. <gasps> Who's at the blackjack tables, babe? It's Garland Green! 
Actually, no, I think... That's right, he was playing craps. He's he was playing like, craps. I'm feeling lucky. Yeah. Arguably the worst human being in this whole movie. <laughs> but they've made him somewhat likable, and so you're rooting for him, and then you're like, oh no, that's right. He wore a child's head as a hat and drove across three states. <laughs> we all make mistakes, babe. Steve, we just drove recently across three states. Did you? Would you want to wear a child's head as a hat? No, a cat, but not a child. You wouldn't wear a cat head on your head either. You got way hot with just your hair. That's true. <laughs> but babe, that's Con Air. Ladies and gentlemen, Woo-hoo! Con Air. Babe, would Steve. you recommend this movie? Fuck yeah. This should be required watching. Let's watch it again. Right now. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. <gasps> but when we come back. What? We have more beer. How? Fun facts. What? <laughs> and what we learn from Con Air. You mean how I've, like, lived my life? Without you, how I want to know. How do I breathe without you, if you ever go? It's my new ringtone. (laughs) (laughs) One man trying to make a difference. These rats could help us find the cures to literally all disease and ailments. They're also my friends. I've even taught them to sign, and I can understand them. (laughs) Oh, Snuggles, you're too much. But doing good can come at a cost. I don't understand. Snuggles is growing at a tremendous rate. What's the Serum VX8? No. No, no, that was an experimental growth hormone for plants that helped cure world hunger, but if it was injected into Snuggles, who did this? Dr. Caster Goodspeed, you work for us. You need to remember that. Your creations are our creations. What have you done? What have you put this into? I've changed the world. There are reports of a dragon in the swamps of New Orleans. That's not a dragon. That's a chameleon with bat wings. Jub-Jub! You injected Jub-Jub?! He's gone! Snuggles is gone! There are now also reports of a giant nutria terrorizing Canal Street. That's Snuggles! We have to get to the French Quarter. Snuggles, it's okay. It's me. I'm your friend. What are you so afraid of? No. Not the bees. Not the bees! Academy Award winner Nicholas Cage. Academy Award winner Marissa Tomei. Academy Award winner Christopher Walken. Alright, alright, alright. I heard you had some vermin that need some exterminating. And Academy Award winner Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Oh, my God.
From the director of San Andreas, Rampage, and Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. What do you say, Snuggles? Let's take them out. You get the bee with porcupine quills and acid spit, and I'll get Jub Jub. Rat Cage. Coming this summer. Straight to DVD. Wall. podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100 to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc, etc, etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve. Those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. They get better every week. Yeah, and they're all Patreons. Yeah, Our that's amazing, you, wonderful Patreons. You people. You are the ones who did this. <laughs> you did this to us. No, wait. That's not what you're saying. I blame you. We oh, made man. you. I've <clears throat> <clears throat> been talking about this show for almost an hour, babe. Oh my god. It's because there's so much good stuff. Yeah, what a... Uh, we got there to drink. Well, we have from Talisman Brewing Company, a red ale. In honor of all of Nick Cage's fury in this, yeah. we have Bella's fury. Yeah, that guy's hair is almost as uh, amazing as Cameron Poe's. Bell, the the Celtic sun god, was believed to ride a blazing sun across the sky in a horse-drawn chariot, just like Conair. Yeah. <laughs> The slightly sweet, well-balanced red ale has moderate malt flavor, coupled with caramel and toasted notes for smooth finish. Ooh. We're sure this would have satisfied Belle while on his journey. Cheers! And it's 6.3% alcohol by volume. Fuck yeah. Woo! That talisman makes something that's not 4%. Yeah, because it's in a bottle. It's true. <laughs> I have to bottle it. Yeah. And I'm going to pop my top. <laughs> oh, my top. Oh, my top. Ah, Bill's top. Ooh. Careful. Put down the bottle opener. And the keys. <laughs> the pour. Ooh. Oh, that yeah. A lovely color. Nice copper color. Yeah, this is a really beautiful red ale. Ooh, this is, yeah, super, super clear. Really Ooh. pretty. It's got a nice khaki-colored head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Mm. Smells very malt-forward. Mm -hmm. A little bit of, like, say, earthy not, notes? Yeah, see, not a lot of hop aroma, but... And when you taste it, there's a little bit of... Yeah, a little bit of pine. Yeah, a little, like, the earthy notes. 
Yeah, this but... is a good classic red. We are used to hoppy reds. Yeah. This is a good classic red. I'm a fan of Talisman. They make good beer. Yeah, good little little caramely. Yeah, just a good all day drinking beer. Yeah, sneaky yeah. for six six and a half percent oh, or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Good job, Talisman. Woo! Alright, who wants some fun facts? Fun facts are super fun facts because they're fun, fun facts. Alright, babe. As usual, Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think the critics gave this movie? Oh, I don't think the critics are going to like Con Air. The critics are bullshit. The critics get a 0% Rotten Tomatoes score from Izzy. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Um, reviewing the reviewers like we do on What Were They Thinking? Yeah, if you want to hear me review more reviewers, then go to What Were They Thinking and check out the Stephen Izzy podcast. Anyway, I'm going to say they thought it was 47 55%. 55%. Pretty Ooh. close. Pretty close. But what about the audience? Oh, the audience is going to fucking love this. If this is below 80, I'm going to be disappointed. 115%. Woo! No. Uh, 75%. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. Some of you out there have bad taste and it shows. <laughs> Only about a quarter of them, though. Yeah. Oh, I hear Mr. Pickles. Of course you do, because <laughs> we are podcasting. <laughs> He doesn't always jingle his bell, but he when we're podcasting, he's going to jingle his bell. That's true. All right. $75 million budget. Woo! $224 million worldwide gross. Fuck yes. It yeah. deserves every goddamn penny. Indeed. The Las Vegas scenes were filmed at the legendary Sands Hotel immediately prior to its demolition in late 1996. Aww. Uh, when the production team heard about the city's intentions to raise the historic landmark, they immediately scheduled a multiple camera setup to take advantage of the rare event, which is what you actually see in the movie. <gasps> yeah! Right? All right. Oh, this is a good one. The film was called Les Ailes de Enfer, The Wings of Hell, yeah. in France. You may be wondering, why is that? Because apparently con in French is a slang word for dumb people. Oh. So it would have been dumb people air? Yeah. Dumb people air? Yeah. <laughs> dumb air! <laughs> oh, yes. Here's a good one. During setups, Nicolas Cage lifted weights off camera to maintain the physique he had already attained for the film. Yeah. Entertainment Tonight filmed a report on the film during filming and caught Cage working out between takes. Oh, yeah. I, I say, I think Kiss of Death was right around this time, too, and he's, like, super yoked in that yeah. one, too. He's supposed to be, like, a, like, like he takes steroids and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah I, he's totally ripped in this. Yeah. In fact, Kid Rock based his song American Badass on Cameron Poe's character. Oh, of course he did! <laughs> and I think we'll put that in right now. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Kid Rock. Yeah. 
All right, the Jailbird C-123 used during the filming of the taxi scenes is now on display at Wendover Airfield, which is was also used for filming the scenes at Lerner Airfield. Ooh. So next time we're in Wendover, we may have to yeah. go check that shit out. What else are we going to do in Wendover? It's true, <laughs> yeah. Not buy booze on the Utah side? I don't know. <laughs> All right, babe. Steve. The body count for this movie. Oh, no. What do you think it might be? Now, this is kills on camera, by the way. Kills on camera. Not the thousands that were killed during the crash landing in Vegas. Yeah. Or the or the ensuing fires at the Sands Hotel with people locked right? in higher floors. But we don't think about that shit. What about 22? 43. Really? A lot of guards and stuff, I think, were included. Uh, see, yeah, Santiago's men. I'm assuming just about every criminal that crash lands, like, I'm guessing a lot of them probably died. Yeah, yeah. It starts making a little sense. Oh, yeah, all the guards at, like, the, oh, the jail the when Cyrus's yeah. cell blew up. Yeah. There was at least four or five in that cell. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. All right, babe. What did we learn from Conair? Oh, I learned that you got to put the bunny in the box. That's right. Uh, I learned the definition of irony. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) I also learned that I think the biggest supervillain in this whole movie is that little girl in the pool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I also learned Cameron Poe had, uh, I assume, Lionel Hutz as his attorney. Right. Oh, yeah. Don't you trust no backwoods country lawyer? Hell no. I also <laughs> learned that uh, Cameron Poe's child is not his child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you may have a point there, babe. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here in this Patreon exclusive. You um, guys are the best. You guys are the best, and that's why you help us out, and hopefully we help out with your podcast and stuff. Um, if you ever want to be on one of our episodes... Reach out to us. We we love having people on the week so we can talk over them and insult them. Just ask people <laughs> like Brenda from What Were They Thinking and Michael Bagford, <laughs> Diana from Happily Diana from Aftermath, Aftermath. Uh, Liz from Nerdy Bitches. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love talking over them. Brent from the Home Video Hustle, <laughs> Jared and or Lisa from the Sci Fi Double Feature Drive In Podcast. They're open now. Uh, they're back up and running again. Uh, Woo, the... Talk, what's it called? The, the Underground Confidential or something? Yeah, something. Yeah. Oh, the Society of the Underground. Society of the Underground. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. I mean, there's also other people that donate, like Mitch and Dando from Full Finger Discount. Woo! I'm not entirely sure they still know that they give to <laughs> us, but I'm perfectly okay with that. <laughs> Ruben and Erica. Woo! We... Now that you, we're in Utah with you guys, you got to be on an episode with us. Yeah, at least come up and visit us. Come on. Get your asses up here. Yeah, but thank you all. We we really do appreciate it. We do. We love you guys so much. And thank you so much for all of your support. Yeah, so until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Cameron Poe. <gasps> and this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Boobies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Mr. Poe, don't tell Steve, but I think you're the father of his child. So you have at least one child. <laughs> <laughs>